0: Hello and welcome to the first Furhill Rights Affecting Schools podcast of the new academic year. Today's guest is Mr Isdale, one of the Deputy Heads here at Furhill High School. In this episode we will talk about Article 28 and Article Twenty uh, Article 15 of the UNCRC. Article 28 is the right to education no matter what and Article 15 is the right to meet friends and join social groups. Mr Isdale, thank you for coming to our podcast. Would you like to tell us a bit about yourself? You're very welcome and, and yes... Uh, So, as you said, I am Mr. Isdale, one of the Deputy Heads at Firhill High School, where I've been a teacher, I've been Head of Maths Department, and then Deputy Head now for, this will be my 15th year at the school. Uh, Before that, I was a teacher at schools such as Dunblane High School and uh, McLaren High School, uh, both in Stirling direction. Um, A little bit about myself, Um, before teaching, I've not always been a teacher. I used to work for an insurance company. I hated it, absolutely loathed it and uh, got myself into teaching and I've loved every single day since. Um, I live in Edinburgh with my wife and three children, Um, not always from Edinburgh, I grew up in the countryside up near um, Stirling and Perth, um, but moved to Edinburgh about ten years ago um, when I kind of threw my job as well I guess. little bit about myself Uh, other than that is uh, I love the outdoors. Um, I spend an awful lot of time if I can. Outdoors, walking, uh, running again now uh, on the bikes, uh, particularly with my family. Um, My love of the outdoors has has been there right through my life uh, and will feature in some of the other questions. But part of that has taken me to be a scout leader over the last couple of years, which is another part of my life that I really enjoy and get a lot out of. In what way do you feel the school implements our rights tw- 28 and 15? Well, I'll, I'll maybe start with um, Article 15, the right to meet friends and join social groups, because that, that is something for Hill is, is exceptional at, I believe. Um, we do we make the absolute most of what we've got in our school. We're, we're not a big school in terms of the the size of the buildings. We don't have a huge amount of space for for people to meet and hang out at lunchtimes and stuff. We've only got that one really indoor space. So if it's wet outside, it's a real struggle. Um, but what we do have is, is a phenomenal amount of teachers and other members of staff that will run various different clubs um, from, from all the different sporty things that you would imagine all the way through uh, debate clubs and the politics club and everything else that you can think of there's even a rubik's cube club in the school um so all those things that you know that, that i really do believe there's something for everybody in in Fir Hill. Uh, and the, i say this often i say this quite a lot in, in assemblies and you guys might well have heard me say this but Fir Hill, in all the schools i've worked in when we get to um six year there there's never any cliques there's never any um, Gangs, if you like, that exist in other schools. Everybody just gets on with everybody. And I really do believe that that is in part because of what we do in terms of uh, Article 15 about being open, being welcoming, having different opportunities for just about everybody to, to meet up and have, have opportunities to hang out with like minded people in all the various different clubs that we have. And we do, really do nurture a uh, I think yeah, we, you guys might disagree but I really do think we, we nurture a really inclusive school here where everybody gets on with everybody and that, we have silliness and behaviour that we wouldn't like particularly in the earlier years but by the time pupils here get to sixth year they really do get on with everybody Um it's really great to see that kind of coming through. Um, the other part, Article 28 that we're talking about today, the right to education no matter what this we... Obviously, we're a school, and that is our our driver. That's our, what we are passionate about: is providing that education for all. Um. I would say, if uh, without getting too deep, in, you know, I, I have a son. My oldest son is um, he. He struggles at school. He's got ADHD. He's dyslexic. He's a left hander. He's got sensory processing disorder. It, you know, if you almost if you can name it, he's got it, and uh, school is a real struggle for him. And I I see him in an awful lot of our pupils at at school, and as as a parent of somebody that goes through that, you do see things very differently, and you are extremely passionate to make sure that every young person um, gets their education, gets the support that they need, gets the scaffolding that they require in order to, to be successful at school. Uh, our, our head teacher, Mister Hamilton, he talks often about if it's not good enough for your kids, then it's not good enough for anybody at the school, and, that, and that's something we we all do. Um, I, I know that I do is try and live by that. If it's what uh, what we are providing, would uh, would I be happy enough with that for for my child? And if the answer is not, then obviously we we try and improve it. So, um, that right to education, no matter what, no matter what the ability, no matter what the behaviour. We know that young people get things wrong from time to time but it's not excluding them because of that behaviour it's about trying to help them grow help them learn from that and making sure that they they continue to get the education that they deserve Um, all right how do you think this affects you as a teacher at firhill well uh, I guess as a a teacher, um, certainly if I think back, I I don't get to teach very often nowadays, which is one of my uh, bugbears, maybe not the right word, but I do, I really do miss being in the classroom since I became a deputy head. You you don't get to teach very often. During COVID times, I got to teach a few more times. But I guess uh, as a teacher, thinking back, how it affects me is I just have to be better organised. I have to understand the young people that are in front of me. You've got to know the young people that come into your classroom um, know what what they're like get to know their their little quirks so how, how do you get the best out of young people uh, and how to how to react when you can see that they're not having the best of days so I guess as a, as a teacher I, all that would impact me is making sure that I that I, I, I knew knew my class um, and now nowadays as a deputy head it's a little bit more in terms of I, I know because I Guys might know that I'm the house head for half the school, so that's about six hundred and fifty young people that I, you try and know. But with the best will in the world, you're not going to know every one of their needs and etc. And I, what it tends to mean for me is that I know the ones that struggle the most um, in in classes, and that that's. that can be quite hard, quite challenging, and it's about working with other people to to make sure that that they are doing what I I. I feel is right, you know, that making sure that everybody is treating those young people as if they are their child, children themselves and getting the, making sure they're getting the absolute best out of them. And we don't always get it right. I'm not going to sit here and pretend we do, uh, but I think we get it right more often than not. And when we don't, that's like the same. like young people, we don't make mistakes and we learn from it. And we, we try and do that bit better tomorrow. As in last year's podcast... We ask a couple of music questions each episode. Do you have a song that reminds you of your youth? <laughs> I, I do. I had many. I struggled with the music questions massively. Um, I I started, when I was introducing myself, I talked about being, not from being here, but being from out in the kind of country way. And um, we, me and my friends, we'd quite often head into other towns to try and find some some music or some entertainment at night and we quite often we we all kind of stumbled across a band called the Saw Doctors when we were we were all kind of into that kind of country music irish music we we liked to go to a few irish bars where they'd be playing that kind of stuff and and that's they were just brilliant nights great fun and um, the Saw Doctors were just such a fun band and we me and and a group of friends would Go to go to concerts each year, and um, we'd go to. But they'd never play. They never play Glasgow or Edinburgh. Well, if they did, we never ventured that way. But they would always play wee towns like Oban or Perth and Dundee. They played pl- places that we wouldn't normally head to. So we had some brilliant, brilliant nights going and following them. And you follow them enough that they you kind of meet other friends when you're there, and you get to know people. And they were just brilliant. But they were they were absolutely. their their biggest hit, if you like, was uh, I Used to Love Her, which uh, I think we're about to listen to. I'm, I'm back back in Oban right now With my mates 30, 30 years ago almost Great fun, great times Thank you As we heard you're a scout group leader How do you feel the, U, the UNCRC Affects the school environment And social group environments differently Yeah um, So I, I've been a scout leader now For a couple of years um, Something I'm, I'm very passionate about Is the outdoors and access to to that kind of world if you like and particularly living in a city i'm not sure everybody gets gets that um i i will go off task a little bit here but i put a lot of where i am now down to um outward bound which is a bit like if you don't know it, it is a bit like scouts and they they really did turn my life around at, at an early age about 14 15 i went on a a three week outward bound and all immersive type event and, and they really did shape I think the person that I am now and whilst well, at the same time I was I enjoyed the outdoors I enjoyed the countryside because that's where I grew up but that gave me a, a love and a passion for it that I didn't quite have at that point but so I, I feel very Passionate now about making sure that other people get that that opportunity that, that I had, um through a slightly different means I guess, but but the scouts are, are a fantastic organisation. They are incredibly inclusive. Uh, I I I think I'm not entirely sure everybody does, but I I think from the inside looking out they are bit, they're very inclusive. We have all sorts of people coming, and it is that it's that right to meet friends again. Article fifteen and the social grouping. The, the big difference, I guess, would be Scouts is voluntary and it's a choice. You, you opt into it, um, so you're already getting those like-minded people coming along, whereas school is very much school for everybody, and we have to do our bit to make sure everybody feels a part of that school and feels welcome. And kinda, we as school leaders have to bring everybody together, whereas in Scouts, everybody comes together because they want to take part in it. Um, and this this weekend I'm so excited because we're going sailing with the Ocean Youth Trust, the scouts group. So can't wait. I love love the water, love sailing. Uh, love everything about the ocean. And again, I'm hoping that uh, we'll, I'll inspire about 20 young scouts this this weekend to, to enjoy the sailing in water the same as I do. Uh, we're going on round the world, the yachts as well. Not quite going all the way round the world, but big boats. So I'm very excited. What inspired you to want to work with children as a teacher and as a scout leader? I, I said earlier that I used to work in insurance and that was that just drove me crazy. It was just so boring and so... Uh, every day I knew exactly what my day would entail. I could tell you what my day would be like in a week's time. I could tell you pretty much what I'd be doing in a year's time. And I just... I was just so destroying. Um, if any of my friends from days or listening to this i apologize but it was it was really dire I, and i just i needed something different i needed something different and i loved teaching as part of my job there i got to to teach train new new staff and, st- and that was like the bit that i really enjoyed they were the few few and far between but those days were great and uh, so I, I thought about going back into to teaching and you know it's all a bit different every day is different every young person that walks through a classroom or, or into a school is different and it's that variety that I love and it's the same with Scouts I talked about that earlier about how I want to make sure everybody has access to, to that kind of life and I don't think everybody has that in the city So, Do you have a song that motivates you in your job? You know, I, I, again, a very, very difficult question uh, I I've kind of fudged my answer here a little bit because my other... I I I love the Soul Doctors and they're great fun. But the band that I've grown up with is Runrig, a good Scottish band. And so I I, thought, I tried to get my my Runrig answer in earlier, but couldn't. It wouldn't have been genuine because n- none of my friends like Runrig <laughs> at all, um, but. So yeah, I love their music, and I quite often listen to it. Um, the song that I, I've picked. the way it does, it transforms me into transports me. Sorry to to another part of the country it takes me north back to the islands of Scotland up to the north of Scotland it's it's just i, it's, I think it's a lovely piece of music i know everybody won't agree it's it's a Gaelic song it's called kirkol a coin Ashi. So at various points in my life I've tried to learn Gaelic, and that means uh, circle of the ocean, which brings me nicely back to my sailing trip this weekend. Uh, Thank you so much for taking the time to answer some of our questions. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.